0: Welcome to Out of the Skit Play, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest and waifuest video games of all time. A third W was by Knife, at of the Garza. Submit yours at Get Played Pod, hashtag WWW. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell.
1: Hi, I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Bucket.
0: Edge. Guys. Uh, this is a, a a change up but we started doing this a little bit with our with with our end of year episode that's right and uh where we did an episode we're just like we're just going to talk about our our game the games of this year that we've covered on the podcast and we're continuing that with the first edition of 70 minutes in gaming heaven i think what we've collectively decided and please feel free to yes
1: Oh, I was gonna say, Matt Apodaca, start the clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's rolling! It's rolling from second one. <laughs> oh, oh God. Okay, so so we been playing Hades. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> equally frantic. <laughs> <laughs> um, we I, I think we've collectively de- realized that after doing this podcast for, we're, uh, clo- we're you know we're closing in on on two years. I think mm-hmm. that it's a lot to play through a game uh every week. And so we're just looking for ways to kind of mitigate that uh for our sake and also for the the quality of the podcast so we can give these games the the time that they need so that we can maybe if we have a longer game we can actually you know spend some real time in it instead of dipping our toe in the water. Um and so I think we we're we've kind of landed on the final episode of every month will be uh Maybe it'll be this. It'll be some version of an episode where we're not doing a proper review of a game. That's right. Um, Yeah. So if you're going to
1: click that unsubscribe button, do it now as we're (laughs) announcing.
0: What are you waiting for, coward? (laughs) (laughs) Unsubscribe.
1: (laughs) Put that mouse in your mouth and pull the trigger.
2: (laughs)
0: Are you listening on desktop? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, but this is a this will be kind of a looser discussion of things that we're playing uh, and stuff that's going on in the world of video games. And uh, and that's where we're at this week. And, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. So let's dig into it. I I I guess we should begin here because you know we're at the dawn of a new console age. I still have not gotten my grubby little hands on a PlayStation 5. I really want one badly, but it just can just has not happened for me. Um but uh, you both of you are proud PlayStation 5 owners and Matt you are you've double dipped in the next generation. You have the Xbox Series
2: S, not yes, X. That's right. That's right. I I uh you know decided that enough was enough. I think what really what happened was uh, I got like a s like <laughs> a stimulus check <laughs> and and my and my p s five hadn't arrived yet, <laughs> and I simply couldn't wait even a day, wow. And oh, I, this
0: is the first time hearing this.
2: <laughs> and so, like, I was like, because I had no, th- I had no plans to get the series S, yeah, until truly, like, 10 p.m. the day before it was like actually launched. Wow. Like, and so I went online and I spent an hour trying to get one, maybe less. I think as soon as the stroke of midnight, like, happened. I added one to my cart and was able to pick it up from Target the next day. And I was like, great. And I, I do love it. I love the Series S quite a bit because it's, um, you know, it's supplementary. And it's. I, I'm playing, I played Gears 5 all the way through, which I had never played a Gears game before. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. Um, it does make me want to go back and play, because you can, that's one of the benefits of Game Pass and, the Xbox library is that it is like very much backward compatible.
0: Yes. Uh, and there, and there's just like, you know, I, I would 100% sell out and do just a game pass podcast. Oh yeah. If Microsoft, if M dollar sign, Microsoft <laughs> wanted to pony up and pay for, uh, for people to shill for game pass, I would 100% do it. Cause I do it without compensation. Now, just the value right now, it, it feels like it, it's it's like Movie Pass. You know, remember Movie Pass was just like a scam, and yes. everyone was just sort of like, like, hey, let's get in on the scam, and uh, and it, it's like that. Except the, the company behind it has limitless resources, so the scam is not going to run out anytime soon. No, um, and uh, and just the 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 vastness of the library that you can get. I mean, if you're if you're like a lapsed gamer or or, or someone who didn't have time for games for a while and. Uh, now you're getting back into it. I, I, it's. I think it's just like the best value proposition is is get the get the Series S and 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 get yourself a Game Pass
2: subscription. And it seems like Xbox or Microsoft in general is starting to. They're. I think in a few years, whenever the next console launches, like after PS5, sometime down the line, Xbox won't have a console. I think they're they're gonna start moving toward because like they're already starting to really push um, cloud gaming like right. uh, on uh, like Google Stadia. So I think what they're they're moving toward a service model rather than hardware. I think. Uh, I
1: I am so against that as both uh-huh. a collector and a retro gamer. Yeah. Like the idea that there will be in the future video games that I have memories of but cannot play. Mm -hmm. Uh, like an entire world of, um, PTs, you know, like games that you, 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 if you weren't there at the time, you'll never be able to access them again. Uh, games that were, or like movies that came out on DVD and never made it to streaming. Mm -hmm. Uh, except if you have the DVD, you can still watch the movie. Whereas if you, if there's a film that comes up, like, do you know that you can't stream Old Boy? Like, that's a really? big movie. You can't, you can't stream it. Uh, so if you don't have the disc, that's it. It might've been able to, you might be able to have streamed Old Boy in the past, but today you just can't watch it. And I hate the idea of that happening to my very favorite medium, which is video games. I know.
2: Games. I'm a Spike Lee completionist. So that really does bum me out.
1: Yeah. Wait, what?
2: Did you, did, mean, rem- did
0: you think the old boy
2: remake? Yeah. <laughs> I think she was referring to the original. Oh, I I didn't even know. I thought Spike no. Did I was it. just
1: referring to this like video I saw of like an old boy. Like he's just like a- <laughs> Oh yeah.
2: Oh, you're thinking of Benjamin Button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> What's like, wrong with that guy?
1: <laughs> like, can you imagine if there were like if like we wear is one of the ways in which you can't play a fucking game anymore. Mm-hmm. And like that's Nintendo. I hate yes. this shit. Like I, <laughs> that's also why I I was I got the disc edition of the PS Five was because I I mean there are games that I'm like eh who gives a shit like <laughs> I'll download this and if it can't be played in twenty years I it won't bother me. Um, but there are games that I'm like, I know this is going to mean so much. And like being able to dip in and play it again in the future is so important.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's so funny too, because like, I feel like what I was just saying about series S and like the series S is all digital. And that's why Mm -hmm. I think for game pass in particular, it's very good because you can download them and then delete them at will. But I did also text you guys a couple of weeks ago and said, physical media is back, baby. Yes, and I think that I mean I, I and, and Heather just talked
0: about this at length, and and Matt we talked about this some on Dex, but you know when I can get my again I should specify their grubby little hands <laughs> on a on a PlayStation Five, I am going to go for the disc version. Uh, you know contra what I was saying about the Xbox Series S, if you if you want to play, uh, you know you just want to catch up on games, I mean I think that's a great way to go, but I am like worried about things being just removed from digital stores. I guess also there probably will be, will just be a, a, a future where even if you have the disc, it will require an internet connection. And then it'll just say like, you're not authorized to play this disc. Cause like, there'll be some like fucking shit. They'll do like that down the line. Right. But I am like, I I think I just want to get back into physical media uh, because I am increasingly worried about things being, you know, taken off of on, uh, of, stores or like removed from your collection even if you've already acquired it you know
1: what what do you think's going to happen so we have two switches in the house and one of the switches has to be the primary switch and one of the switches has to be the secondary switch right um but the secondary switch needs an internet connection in order to approve that games can be played on it uh, yes, with the with the account, and that I think is also dependent on a Nintendo online subscription. So when they shut down the Nintendo online servers, will that switch be useless?
0: I think there's like there's a good chance it'll be uh, it yeah, it will be i I mean, just just knowing N- Nintendo what they've done with their online in the past it it, it feels like they're they would one hundred percent do that i I mean, but I also don't know like are they going to shut that 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 store down anytime because I think you can still hop on with a 3DS and to to the eShop and buy shit. Yeah. You can still buy games digitally there. Uh, I, yeah, I mean it's that's a whole that's a whole other thing. We talked a lot about the 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 whole the way the Switch handled Animal Crossing and how basically you need you need an entirely different Switch with an entirely different copy of the game and a different account to be able to have more than one island if you're a household with you know, uh, uh, with multiple gamers. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, I think that's just kind of, that's kind of their, their emblematic of their approach in general. Like they kind of just don't give a shit. They want you to rebuy things
2: mm-hmm.
0: or they yeah. want you to have to buy things more than once. Uh, you know, if you've got, if you've got two, two gamer kids in your house or, or, you know, uh, your, your couple and both of you play games. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a whole nother bummer, but yeah, I think the getting back to physical media, I think there's also like I'm just interested in I haven't I didn't buy really any physical games for the PlayStation Four like mm-hmm. I just I basically bought everything digitally um, and I'm kind of interested in just like I I'm, I'm wondering if will I have that feeling of having like a physical connect collection on display will that be a thing where i'll be sort of like oh i like looking at this now like which mm-hmm. i know is a very like trivial sort of element of it but i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know maybe i want to just see a, a fucking stack of games that i own like in maybe i want to want to look at that for the first time since you know i was buying wii u games or whatever
2: <laughs> I, I mean i have some. i was sort of like half in half out like with physical media but I would buy a lot of things digital like I bought last of us two digital um because mm-hmm. I just like couldn't wait to get it um and I but I you know I have like a shelf that is like all like blu-rays in like games and stuff and I live with my girlfriend so it is very much like the house that we live in is very nice and it we has nice beautiful things in it and then it's like the boy shelf and it's all my bullshit like all like, <laughs> like a Mario amiibo and stuff like that yeah. and it's like your baseball glove my baseball glove a freaking uh 1970s playboy uh, your
0: kiss the chef apron
1: yeah
2: exactly uh, we have
1: uh, we have that uh shelf in our house and we don't even have a boy in the house <laughs> 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 and also by in the house, I mean basement.
2: <laughs>
0: um, but are are you guys? Yeah, you still seem pro. Both pretty happy with the uh, the the PS Five though, right? It's a, it a sleek sucks. World machine it's,
1: it's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Appadoc being nice to you, but it is the best yeah. experience I've had on a new system. Wow, ever. Wow. Uh, and maybe with the exception of the Switch, which was both great and novel, because you were like, holy shit, it's on the TV. Oh my God, it's in my hands. Yes. Uh, the controller is so good. The The UI is so good. It really feels like a professional rollout, despite the fact that they don't have any systems available. Like, the accessories are nice. It's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling across the board. It's not like when... You know, when the last Xbox came out and they tried to jam connect down your throat, mm-hmm. uh, like it's just good, it's a good feeling. I was gonna say too that, like, it, um,
2: there are things that it does that I don't know how to do, like, um, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know how to really watch, like, the like how they how some games have like, uh, h- hints that they'll show you, like, oh, here's how you do this part. Like, that's supposed to be, like, a feature that it has, but I don't know if all games for PS5 have, like, that feature ready to go yet. Um, and then there's also, like, you can... I, I have no interest in this feature at all, but you can watch, like, picture-in-picture. Picture. Like, you could, like, watch your friend play a game while you're playing a right. game, and I that's, I don't want to do that. Um, but <laughs> it, it's, a, it's cool that that's a thing for, uh, you know, someone who... I guess, would be interested in that Uh,
0: is the Heather mentioned the controller. And this is, I think I still have not touched a dual sense. That's it. That's what it's called. Right. Yeah. I've still not messed around with the Dual Sense, and I think people were skeptical of the Dual Sense because the Dual Shock it was, you know, so well received for you know what four generations. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 they were changing it up so dramatically, but everything I've heard, including from the two of you, is that the Dual Sense is just a marvel to uh to uh, to behold.
1: Yeah, it's like holding two big old cocks in your hands. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was gonna say that, so I am bummed that Heather got it out uh, uh, no, it is it's it's impressive. it is very like and uh like it's unlike any controller I've ever held before. um it's bigger than the dual shock, but it mm-hmm. has like a reason for that like it's like it doesn't feel um like difficult to hold in any way. it's very comfortable
1: um and Heather, did you mess around with Astro's playroom at all? yeah, I did. And uh, all of the haptic feedback shit that that controller can do is awesome.:
2: Yeah, and it, like it's it's so much more than a controller demo. It's actually a very fun game that yeah. they made that it, it has no business being that fun. Um, but they it shows off all the features that, that the controller has, and each time like I experienced a new one, I couldn't believe that it could do this. Yeah. Like, it's it's unreal. It's so like, cool. Like, can you give like an example?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it like, sucks you know, your dick. Fir- yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, so it's like you're holding two big
1: old cocks <laughs> and you're getting
0: your, your own cocks sucked? Yeah. heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <having>. It
1: rules. <laughs> you remember the first time that you, like, blew into the microphone on a DS? Yeah, like, yes. Like, the fact that you can blow onto the DualShock as like an input method. Speaking of blowjobs, am yeah. I right, boys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, what I was hinting at. Like it's it's it, like there's like um you know the tilting mechanism where you can tilt it around, uh, and that's red. There's like different modes of touching the touchpad. Mm. There's the depths of the triggers. Um, it's it's really. It's a good controller. They're doing everything right. I think Sony's going to win this generation unless Nintendo comes out with a Switch Pro and it's just like fucking gorgeous to hold and runs in 4K and it comes preloaded with all like all your Switch games are compatible and it has like a new Mario and then, you know, everyone will have a fucking Nintendo.
0: Well, Um, it seems like they still haven't gotten their supply issues. Sorted out with the current switch, though, right? Like, isn't that isn't that still hard to track down?
2: Is that true? It's 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 harder to get. Like, you can have an easier time getting a switch than you can get a um new Xbox or a PS5. But there's, you know, it's sort of more of a limited supply than it what would be. Switch in, is in regular still sold
1: time. out. I'm so proud of the them. The switch had
2: like yeah, one <laughs> of the it had like it had a you know. Unfortunately, due to this uh, hell that we live in, had a great year. It had a it had a banner year for Nintendo.
0: I'm look I'm looking at Amazon right now, and it's not in the 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 the, the base Nintendo Switch, not a bundle, not in stock until February second, mm. as of this record, in mid January.
1: So. Since this is a freewheeling news style podcast episode, can you tell me what the um, sell rate is? Like, is the Switch now the most successful Nintendo system of all time? Or does that still belong to the Wii?
0: Boy, great question. Uh, I could look that up real quick. I I think, I I mean. Let's place bets. What?
1: Let's say $10,000. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm in. 10 grand. Great. Uh, make use, Bobby. You know what? Let's make it interesting. 11. 11 grand.
0: Wow. Okay. You're uh, rich for my blood.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> I'm guessing that the Switch has outsold the Wii.
0: Um, do you remember when Romney just casually dropped a 10, like a 10 K bet in like a presidential debate, just like, I'll bet you $10,000, like it was nothing to him. It was <laughs> <because laughs> pocket change. And now that guy I, is like the symbol of like, you know, like this is a good Republican. Yeah. Like this fucking capitalist ghoul we have this hold up as like an, an exemplar of behavior. Uh, yeah, it's, a it's. It's fucking I am curious. Uh Matt are you looking it up or should I do some googling?
2: Uh I was about to look it up but then I saw or I heard that there was a bet happening so then I was like I didn't want to I didn't want to see it before the oh, bet was happening. Oh yes.
0: Okay, uh, all right. So we're all in for 11 grand. Yes. Um I'm going to uh I'll, I'll I'll do a little googling right now. But I, I thought you know I could be wrong. I thought it also wasn't the the original NES was really fucking up there for a while though, right? Did did the Wii ultimately surpass it?
1: I think that we Wii- The last I checked, I think the Wii had outsold everything, even the DS. I'm
0: gonna do some Googling.
1: Um, Here we go. Wait, what is your bet? Yes or no? Yes, it's outsold the Wii or no?
0: Oh, I forgot we needed terms for the bet. I thought we just needed an amount.
1: Collect $11,000 based on information that you (laughs) Google. You gotta put put yourself out there. Oh, shit. Okay.
0: Uh, I, I, I think that probably the switch has, the switch is not yet the biggest selling Nintendo console.
1: All right. Okay. Apodaca, what's your bet? Um,
2: I'm going to say that it's certainly in the maybe top three. Okay. So, but not, uh, not number one.
0: Important, important distinction. Yes. Are we including handhelds? I say no. Hmm. That's tough. (laughs) Because <laughs> we're including handhelds, we're all fucked. Well, because okay. what the like the DS? Yeah, and it like the DS still I think is still number one overall. Wow. Are you yeah, looking at is is that information
1: huge. or are you you assuming Yeah, I
0: also I am looking at that <laughs> and acting like I remembered it. <laughs> um the uh number one oh number one is either the PlayStation 2 or the Nintendo DS, uh based on which chart you trust. Uh wait, both- the
1: PlayStation did- what are you talking? We're talking Nintendo consoles. I'm talking about consoles overall. Okay. Uh,
0: so number number one overall is either PlayStation Two or Nintendo DS uh, with north of 150 million units sold. After that is a Game Boy and Game Boy Color collectively. The prop first proper Nintendo, uh, piece of Nintendo hardware uh, on that list just between the original PlayStation and the PlayStation Three is the Nintendo Wii with 101 million units. The Nintendo Switch it has a way to go. We'll probably ultimately catch it. Uh, but 68 million units sold uh, right now. Huh. So there you go. But it has surpassed the NES, which was my guess. NES uh, had, had just north of 60 million.
1: Man, I can't believe how many people had a DS. I mean, I, I had be- a DS. I can't believe how many people had a Wii. Like, I didn't, I didn't
2: really yeah. know anybody with a Wii.
0: Well, I think the thing with Wii is that it sold so much to not to people who would never buy another console. And it mm-hmm. similarly to DS, it was like this was I mean, my dad had a DS mm-hmm. it, like the DS, especially with get with like brain training um, and, and all the puzzle games they had just the novelty of the stylus control before, you know, touchscreen phones were such a big thing. That was a very like easy to play system. Yeah. Um. And and I think a lot of people who are otherwise non gamers would just be like, you know, get it for commuting or get or just you know like, hey, I'm gonna play my crossword. This crossword game. This will be the one game I buy.
2: I was about to say, yeah. Like I had bought a Sudoku game so my mom could play because Sudoku puzzles at that time were the the huge thing. Yes. Um. And yeah, you know, I remember my mom playing that on my DS and being like, okay, well, give me my DS back. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to play some games over here, <laughs> get a piece of paper. Hmm.
0: Um, but the, uh, but yeah, I, I guess a, I, I, I would guess a switch pro. I don't know. I mean, how much do like, it's also the Switch has kind of has, has it cleaved to the audience or is that just like the extra console? Everyone has, I feel like even if you're like just a hardcore PC gamer, if you're someone who's really into games, you still have a switch. Like it, it's, I, I, so I, I wonder if the, the switch in and of itself would be enough to a switch pro in and of itself would be enough to overtake like the, the PlayStation five. If it is as gangbusters as everyone seems to say, I mean,
2: that is the benefit of the switch and the switch light is that like, I can take it somewhere. Like I, right. I the, the, my switch, the switch heavy is the is the one that his has to be linked to the Wi-Fi or you know here or you know it has to always be here, but the switch light goes with me pretty much anywhere that I think I'm going to be bored. Uh,
1: I know I know that the <laughs> switch. Yeah, you're had it
2: a now phenom- I realized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Scott Pilgrim game just came back.
1: <laughs> I know that the switch has had a gangbusters year here in quarantine because of like animal crossing and also because people are gaming more. But I wonder a little bit if it wouldn't have f- fared even better if you could go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like the main strength of the switch is I can bring this with me, but we can't fucking go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and that's that's a that's rough. That's a rough time. It's almost like I wonder if Quibi would have done better if people had been allowed out of their houses.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I think for sure. I think it (laughs) it was the determining factor. (laughs) Quibi was a fucking home run in normal times.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in the timeline where we're not all stuck at home, Quibi is, like, better than Netflix. Dominant. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, uh, and the other streaming services have settings now where you can watch, like, um. You know, orange is the new black in ten minute like chunks or whatever.
0: Everyone's <laughs> got their own version of a quick bite. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but you know that's a that's a basically a parallel dimension at this point. <laughs> um, I I've uh yeah I I'll be interested to see how this console generation shakes out. Hey, while we're talking, we while we're in this this uh this realm, there's a little bit of news as of this recording: Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Yes. This got announced. Now, Super Mario 3D World, I loved. I, I, it is my favorite Wii U game. I mean, if you're not counting um Breath of the Wild, uh which I think of as more of a Switch game anyway. The, Super Mario 3D World is so fucking good. It's just such an awesome ad, ad, adventure. And I think it does. It's like the best version, I think, of just like 3D platforming. Yeah. Um even though i probably like mario odyssey more as a game super mario 3d world is was was such an awesome experience and i think that I'm glad it's getting a Switch port because I hope more people get to play it now. Or I I, I mean, I know more people will get to play it now. I hope more people do.
2: I missed it completely because I didn't have the Wii U. I had the one for 3DS, which I loved. I think that's maybe one of my favorite Mario games. 3D Uh, Land. Yeah, so much fun. Uh, So I'm very excited about this. I've not seen him as a cat before, and that's something I really didn't know that I needed. I love that. Uh, I just, yeah, I love that as a cat, as a cat owner, you can see him back there. Um, I can't wait to see my friends, uh, dressed up as little cats and I can't wait to see what freaking Bowser's doing with his fury. Uh, the cat suit, like it looks cool,
0: but also it is just like cool to play. Like Uh you get to scam. It's like one of the more fun Mario suits. Like I, I feel like that's all, that's always a thing of just like you get the new power ups and, and for me, it's maybe why. The, um, uh, the, the, uh, what the fuck was that? Was the, was it just called New Super Mario Brothers Wii U? Whatever think, the, yeah. or New Super Mario Brothers U? Mm-hmm. Whatever that one, that one didn't quite work as well for me just because the power ups weren't as fun. Uh, but the cat suit power up is just so fun to play. Like, just mechanically, it's just like you feel so, so deft and agile, uh, like a cat.
1: It is time for a new segment called Whoa, Top Three Suits. Oh wow. Wow. Name your top 3 suits.
0: Okay. Um tuxedo. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking done. Diamonds.
1: Hanging out uh, with cards. you 70 minutes in gaming hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh law.
2: <laughs> wow. Jeez. You left off birthday. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Ugh.
1: I love that you guys went from joy uh-huh. immediately to undermining. You both were like, <laughs> wow, fuck you. you mis- <laughs> yeah, know you misunderstood my
2: joy. It was more joy, like, wow, I can ruin something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I'm sorry. Just to clarify, we're we're specifically talking about Mario suits. Yeah, Mario, yes. power-ups, top okay, three, Mario su- power-ups. Top three.
1: Mario power-ups. three suits. I've and seen not not
0: like his wardrobe in Mario Odyssey. We're talking about we're talking suits that that convey some sort of right. different ability.
1: I, the yeah the the wardrobe. No, but like okay, if, got it. If, if if yeah, if it changes his ability, like f- the flower is a suit. Okay, got it. Great.
2: I well, it's tough. Yeah. Obviously the tanuki suit is like is is great. I love the tanuki suit. Iconic. Um, Statue. Do mushrooms count?
1: Yeah, mushrooms count.
2: I like the mm. tiny mushroom. I hey. like I like when he's really really tiny. It's very very fun. Okay? Uh yeah,
0: I mean it's it's cool to be tiny. Um I I'm going to say okay. All right. I I I I I'm going to say not tanuki suit. I am going to say the Super Leaf, which is what turns you into a Raccoon in Super Mario Brothers 3, mm-hmm. um, as well as some of the... Uh, it's also, I think, in 3D land and world. And uh, it's... As opposed to the Tanuki suit, which is just a little bit too rare for me to put up there, like the 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 leaf you'll fucking get all the time. The Tanuki suit, I feel like the first time I played through Super Mario Brothers three, I got that bad boy once. Uh-huh. I got like one Tanuki suit, one frog suit and one fucking Hammer Brothers suit. Uh, so it's just a little too rare for me to, to rank up there. Um, I'll say that one. I'll say the fucking bell that turns you into a cat. I love that cat suit. That cat suit's great. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I'm I am also going to say if I'm if we if uh, I'm not going to say the shoe even though the shoe is cool. The boot? I do like that shoe, love but boot. I am going to say the power balloon, the thing that turns you into a big bloated floating thing cuz I think that's just like really cool. Wow.
2: Wow. I, I'm realizing I left off a third and I will say it's the cape. The feather that turns you that gives you the cape. That's also
0: very cool. It is. It is. And like the the moves you get to do with the cape are a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just in general. See, it seems like it would be great to have a cape. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna go with, um, Metal Mario. Wow. Because very cool. I don't like swimming levels that much, and walking on the floor of a swimming level is pretty hype. I like that a lot. Um, I'm, these are unordered. These are not in order. Um, and if they were, then metal would be three for me, not one.
2: Okay. So they um, are in order.
1: Yeah. I recall having fun with the B suit. Oh yeah.
0: I love that B suit.
1: Um, so I'm gonna put the B suit at number two. Like I felt like, oh, I like this. I like yeah. the B suit. It's fucking and then number a one a in that thing too. Number 1 for me has to be uh the leaf. A regular old leaf. Yeah. Um managing having the leaf, like keeping it on is so important. Uh like I love the leaf leaf all the way. I'm I'm a leaf girl. And this wow. is a new leaf for me. Uh and if you disagree then leave me alone. <laughs> um, oh boy. That's fun you, for everybody. You, yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. Uh, um, hey, speaking speaking of new Leafs, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, a big game of this past year. Are either of you still playing? Because I gave up on it, even though I loved it.
1: I quit on purpose on January first. Wow. wow, New Year's resolution. I well, I was still doing thirty minutes every morning of Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Not because I was enjoying myself anymore, but because I felt obligated to both the residents and pot committed to the amount of time I'd spent on the island. And upon realizing that I had missed the New Year's Eve celebration, and then realizing that I didn't care that I had, I was like, this might be a signal that this is no longer worth my... Energy. Um, right. And as we've mentioned on, I think, last week's episode, I've been playing Cyberpunk and that additional 30 minutes of gaming time in Cyberpunk, which has, I think, infinite quests that you can do. <laughs> and the yeah. quests are like very empty, but also extremely satisfying mm. um, in an addictive, delivering packages sort of way like it just hits your dopamine and then you're done like oh i've I've satisfied and executed this small side quest i've stopped an assault or whatever um that fix is worth those 30 minutes to me so i i stopped how about you Alpidaga? uh
2: you know i've sort of fallen off of it a little bit um because, like, similarly, I was starting to miss events. I, I will say, the maddest I think I was last year was on December third, the day after my birthday, when I realized I missed my birthday in Animal Crossing. Oh uh, yeah. man, and that's I, a bummer. I, 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 because I, I would have loved to see all my friends uh, celebrating yeah. me in the game. Yeah. Um, but hey, I,
0: Heather, I, quick, quick sidebar. Do we do we get mad at birthday present? I think we did.
2: You did. Okay.
1: Yeah. Didn't didn't we get him a fucking food coupon?
0: Oh yeah, we got him some. We got him a. We got him a food coupon. (laughs) It was like handmade.
2: Yeah, I got one food.
0: Yeah, you got a coupon for a future food. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, Matt. Please continue. No,
2: but I missed that, so I don't check in as much. I was, I checked on it a little bit last night and sometimes, uh, you know, the villagers will passive aggressively be like, Hey, you haven't been here in a couple weeks. And that always hurts my feelings. Yeah. that's uh, tough. and I do, I, I love it. And I wish I had a little more time to be as active as I was in it. Um, you know, uh, like nine months ago. Um, but cause I want to, I want to. I want to put in some time to clean up my island. Some of it's still... it's There's a hodgepodge Christmas Halloween thing going on at my house, and it's t- it's too much going on there. Yeah. A regular nightmare before Christmas, as it were. Um, but I will say something that did get me sort of like, oh, I should get back into Animal Crossing, was uh, someone on Twitter, uh, Megan LeMay, d- did a little fan art of Dom, my favorite guy. He's eating a donut. He's sitting on his little butt. And he's saying, Matt Apodaca is my best friend. And that really brightened my day yesterday. So I want to thank you, Megan. That was That's very, really, very sweet of you.
0: Really, really cool piece of fan That's art. Really is yeah, bad need. boy. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I, I wonder if I'll I maybe should try to get back into it. I maybe should just like mess around. I, I am also like in the same way that I haven't. You know, if you like what, like wait like eight days to reply to an email and then you're like well fuck now i should just act like i never saw this <laughs> yes. because the reply is so embarrassing i f- i have that same feeling about returning to my animal crossing village and just sort of like yeah i still got the bunny day furniture out just everyone relax sorry <laughs> you know, like i i i it would feel humiliating even though it's all self imposed cuz it's a fucking game yeah it um, has
2: made me want to get i haven't messed around with stardew valley and oh, I, I, yes, I'm sort of like chasing that same high as like the beginning of the beginning stages of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do believe that uh, Stardew is like on sale right now. So it might just be a good time to add yet another fucking game to my backlog.
0: <laughs> we should talk about this because they they very recently um, I say they, even though it's concerned ape, it's 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 one person uh, who has developed this game and been the steward of this game? And it's it's really a fucking. I mean, concerned ape is a fucking genius. Uh, it, but has been supporting this game for free for years and released a 1.5 update, that is, very like super comprehensive. There's so much. There's there's new quests. Wow. Um, there's new NPCs. Uh, There's new dungeon, there's new island type. It's just like, it's like a full expansion pack, basically. That's like a full DLC, except it's just for free and included in the base game. So yeah, if anyone out there is looking for a, maybe you don't have a Switch and you want to play Animal Crossing, or maybe you you got, you loved Animal Crossing, but you're kind of like burnt out on it and want a similar experience, you haven't messed around with Stardew Valley, or if it's been a while, like this is a, absolutely jump in, it's fucking... I mean there's 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 so much new content and also just the game is so fun and such and if you need a time sink, oh boy, it will be a time sink.
1: As as promised on this very podcast, I got that game, Stardew Valley, for my mom for Christmas. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um Do
2: you do you know if she's uh having fun with it?
1: What's what's neat about my about hearing about my mom gaming is that she'll be like You know, I didn't know how to do this thing, so I had to, like, go to YouTube and watch, like, a playthrough. And I'm like, my mom is watching Let's Plays of a thing so that she can, it's, it's. That's awesome. Like, I feel like I'm the mom now. Right. And, and she's the child, and I'm so proud of her. It's so (laughs) cool.
0: Um, that's the kind of thing where you're just like, yeah, I'm on YouTube watching all these video game videos. Hey, have you heard about QAnon? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no. Oh no.
0: <laughs> um, it's, a uh, yeah. I, I, so has she, I, has she gotten deep into it at all? Do you have any idea? I don't, idea, like, I don't know.
1: She- Cause I, I don't play it. So when she's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with the, and again, I'm going to make something up here. I've got so many radishes. I'm like, I don't know what that fucking means. Um, I, I dabbled in Stardew for like two hours, maybe once. Uh, and it was not, it was not for me. Um, but she's, I think she's still just heading out there into the farm and farming in the game.
0: Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, the amount of content in that game is staggering. Again, good, good, that it all comes from one person is, is really something. I don't know if there are radishes. I'm thinking of all the crops. I don't think there's a radish crop. Maybe I'm I, wrong, though. I
1: didn't know what I was talking about.
0: Carrots? Yeah, I know, but, uh, but you're making me, but now was like, are there radishes? Now I don't, and maybe there are, and now I'm just sounding like a fucking idiot, because, like, of course there are radishes. Why, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? It looks like <laughs> one of the first seeds you get. But I'm like, I don't know. But I'm like, what but are there? I don't remember radishes. Parsnips. There are parsnips. There's rhubarb. Mm, <laughs> I'm not seeing radishes here. I'm looking at the wiki. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. Mm. Nope. There are radishes. Wow. Hey. Of course, there's fucking radishes. And you radishes. can make a radish salad or a red plate if you want to make some recipes. Uh, so, yeah, that that very well could be a line of conversation. I just went to Jojo Mart and got some radishes. <laughs> All right, Heather's mom talks the talk. <laughs> <laughs> stardew is fucking it, it's so fun i mean i i just like i i i sunk so much time into that and um yeah i should i should i should fire it up again uh the uh, uh what else is going on oh the uh bethesda announced their indiana jones game very cryptic teaser no, yes. no info on that
2: and i'm interested in that because bethesda is now a Basically, what, Xbox exclusive studio? Yeah.
0: Uh, I think that, rem- I mean, they're Microsoft acquired them, but I think mm-hmm. it maybe remains to be seen no. if they're going to keep exclusive. everything exclusive,
2: yeah.
1: Exclusive.
2: Because
1: <laughs> in we'll my see, mind- You want to play Skyrim? Get an Xbox. You want to well, play Indiana Jones? Xbox, bitch.
2: I'm thinking that's what they're doing because like, they don't have like an Uncharted- and, like, in in a world where Uncharted games Spider-Man. exist, yeah, so I'm just like, it's... Or a Last of Us. Or anything or, good. Or anything. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. I will say I had a great time with Gears, and I'm loving Halo Reach. Halo Reach is very, very fun. Yeah, uh, they got a Halo. Uh, but the fact that that is essentially, I mean, uh, you know, that's basically a guaranteed Game Pass launch game. Like, day one you get that on game pass, I think. Right. Uh, and that's, that's very, very cool. That's what they're promising. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I, that would be, uh, that would be kind of amazing. And if they did like what, what Sony does uh, with, with, uh, with Spider-Man, which is keep it, could keep the, keep it exclusive to their, you know, platform. I mean, that's like, that is a big piece of IP yeah. that you, that you have to have an Xbox or a PC in order to experience. Um, it's a machine games as a developer who made the Wolfenstein, the new Wolfensteins, which I thought were uh, yeah. I played uh, the new Colossus, which I think was the second one, um, which is a a, a a real good game. So it, uh, I feel like it's in good hands.
1: Here's what I would love out of the new Indiana Jones game. And if you're a developer and you happen to be listening to this podcast, what are you doing, man? This, <laughs> there's better ones. But <laughs> and, uh, but the, the thing Get back I want to work. Yeah, get it. no, no, not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, it's yeah, fine to crunching. listen to a podcast. It should be crunching. Um, look, okay, so, in the way that Assassin's Creed games, which I don't really like, but do appreciate their extreme, uh, uh, Focus on historic detail and that like when you go into like the back end, you can like read about buildings and events and shit. Mm-hmm. I hope that the Indiana Jones game has a real unnecessary and optional depth of archaeology that is uh fun to examine. Like, let's say he's like Da Vinci coding and he's under the Notre Dame and then he's often in- like Mesopotamia or whatever. I want to be able to read about each of those places uh, in the menu screen. I don't need it to be like anything richer than that. And if he's fighting Nazis, I want to be like, okay, well, this is the blank battalion and and they were all fucking killed by allies and, and yeah. this is when it happened. Like, that would be so cool. Yes.
0: Do you remember when they made a uh, Crystal Skull and yep. they were kind of like, well, it's too, we can't, I mean... There can't be Nazis anymore, right? We got to have some sort of new villain. And then now it's just like, oh, wait, no, Nazis are never went away. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could just wait it. a few years. Yeah, yeah they could just set that in like, you know, 2016. Yeah, um, the uh, but, uh, it, you know, what you're saying, Heather, is making me think of uh, there. There have been some good Indiana Jones games in the past and and LucasArts had a at a point and click adventure, uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis that I played. Uh, as a kid, that is really fucking good. It's just, it's like, it's got some light action to it, uh, but other than that, it mostly plays like it, like a classic, you know, LucasArts Arts game uh, or, or or any graphic adventure, a Sierra game, and um, uh, it's it, it has some of that too, where you're just kind of like going across the world. You get to, you know, you you have the, you experience the map with the red line being drawn on it as Very you cool. as you fly like cross an ocean, which is. Uh, cool in a video game context. Uh, and then it's got like just, you know, like you're in uh, whatever, like Monte Carlo or whatever. Like you're just you're seeing like the the mm-hmm. the locations that you would um in an Indiana Jones movie. So I think it would be. Yeah, I, I hope a lot of that is in there. I hope they have like a lot of that depth. And I hope we're exploring more. Uh, I don't know. Like, 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 it'd be cool to, to see things that we haven't seen in the movies. I got
1: to I got to do some personal talk here please. So Indiana Jones is my very favorite growing up, big time, big favorite. And when Mary and I first started dating, we went on one date and then she had to go away for a month because she was doing production on Preacher. And so our second date happened after a month of conversation on the phone. Like we would like call each other and talk about our lives. And it was a really like classical, um, you know, English patient or whatever that kind of movie would be style romance mm-hmm. um so her, her our second date um she planned and she rented out a movie theater and screened uh indiana jo- raiders of the lost ark wow um, and it was like so it was up on the marquee and 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 we went and sat in this movie theater all by ourselves and watched it uh and it was really mind-blowing and you know part of why i was Immediately in love with her.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: desperate. <Please laughs> <still leave me. laughs>
2: um,
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It, so so. In, Indiana Jones is like I'm. I'm nervous about it because it means a lot to me. Ah, uh, and when I was a kid, I wore a fedora, like a big fedora, around and would like mm-hmm. pretend to be Indiana Jones. Um, that being said, I do hope the music in the new game is uh the same as the Atar- the music from the Atari Raiders of the Lost Ark and <laughs> Matt Apadaka, why don't you play some of that for us?
2: Wow. Ugh. stirring There's a snake if you couldn't get <laughs> Understand what was going on there.
1: <laughs> it's so great. <it's> so
0: <laughs> Car's just veering off the road. <laughs> listening to this. Uh, do you think uh do you think Harrison Ford's gonna do the voice? He has to, right? In the game?
2: Yeah, he's kinda like the only guy, right? I mean they, he uh... Well, I don't know if there's no way he's going to
1: voice a video game. That man hates performing. He hates it.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine trying to direct him in a VO booth?
2: I know what to fucking say. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll do it.
0: There's a puzzle from Indiana Jones and the fate of it. Like, it's, I, I really like the game, but there's a puzzle that's, that's so funny to think about if it was in the context of a, of an Indiana Jones movie, which is that you sneak onto a Nazi submarine, a, a U boat, and you, you know, like you steal, you steal a guy, knock out a guard, steal his uniform, classic Indiana Jones thing. Um, but then there's a, there's a guy you have to, dis- there's like a guard you have to distract. I forget the exact context, uh, but the way you distract him, is that you, you know, again, you're, you're, you're disguised as a Nazi. So he doesn't think you're, he doesn't think there's anything suspicious. You just have to get him to leave his, leave his post. The way you do that is that you find some like sausage and some bread and you make a sandwich and then you (laughs) eat the sandwich in front of him. And that makes him hungry. So he leaves his post to make his own sandwich. Oh my God. And just imagining, like, that set piece in, like, a Spielberg-like film with yeah. the John Williams bum. score. In- be like, licking his fingers, bum. like...
2: Mm-hmm. Bum, bum. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Oops, I got a little mustard. <laughs> Actually, that sequence is scoreless. It's a single shot. <laughs> just, like, chewing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so- Kill time. <laughs> <laughs> nom, nom, nom,
2: <laughs> wish I had
1: some chips. <laughs> Um, well, those are uh, our thoughts, but maybe we were wrong.
0: <laughs> We've got some one-star reviews of our podcast in the iTunes store.
2: <laughs> I wish Matt picked a different career. Matt's mom.
0: <laughs>
2: Matt, you've been playing the Hitman series, yes? Yeah, and uh, it's all bec- there's two reasons why. One, first reason was I saw uh, past guest of the show gene Park right glowingly about the little bit of uh hitman three um that he got to play and how fun the other the you know one and two are and I'd never messed around with hitman before i I guess I've always been a little interested in it and but I got them because they were on sale and like I said like i I guess I'm just a glutton for my own backlog like it just hurts mm. so much because I'm always just yeah. adding stuff to it but I'm almost I'm on the last um mission of the first hitman of, of 2016 hitman not the or, this new series is like a it's called the world of assassin's trilogy and uh but the other thing I'm excited about is that the haptic feedback in the uh dual sense controller for hitman 3 um each weapon has a different like feel like you can feel oh, the wow. difference in each one so that's very exciting and i was saying to you guys that um the gameplay is so fun cuz it's basically like an action puzzle game where like you right. you can figure you can eliminate targets in any way really as long as you're not seen hmm. um and it um it's very very exciting and i don't there's not another game that actually like makes me feel this type of nervous because I don't want to get in trouble. Like, it's like, it's not the same kind right. of nervous as being scared. It's like, if somebody sees me, I'm fucked. And so like, that is like a very exciting um, element to the game. Cause the whole time my agent 47 internally just going like shit, 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 shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like um, there was once where I, I just happened to be quick on the trigger where I, I, knocked out i killed a target and somebody saw me and i immediately shot them and then nobody saw me do that so i just accidentally killed somebody who didn't need to die but (laughs) i i got away with it um and it was it's uh i would be a terrible hitman i guess is what i'm getting at because i i leave a mess i don't i'm not it's very inelegant the way i'm playing it because it is a stealth game yes um and I am doing my best to not be seen, but I'm constantly getting compromised. I'm constantly, like, um, ruining disguises uh, by being uh, very suspicious. And uh, But I'm having fun with the story so far, and I can't wait to uh, give Hitman 3 a try once I finish the second one. And another cool feature of 3 is that you can import the locations and your progress in one and two into hitman three so you can oh wow it's gonna it's like an update for those ones and you can what's cool about these is that they're episodic and so you can kind of go back and play um the same missions and try it a different way or like like uh unlock different um like weapons or um costumes or starting points and attack a different attack a mission in a completely different um scenario. So that's like a, a cool just like feature of the game. I, I haven't read wait I haven't read about
0: this. The, the the so it's like basically the 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 levels from the previous hitmans will be in hitman three. Yes. If you own that game. Yes. Oh wow.
2: And um hmm. I think you can upgrade you can like it's a free upgrade if you have them already. But I think right. within Hitman three you can purchase them Anyway, uh, so wow. it's, and it's uh, they actually there was like a an article or like a news they came up in the news this week too because in like the real news um, because the, fi- <laughs> the the file size for Hitman 3, even with the contents of Hitman One and Two, is smaller than the file size of Hitman one and two on its own. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, people are like, take note, like Activision, because uh, the file sizes for like Call of Duty are just massive because they don't want you to play anything else. They want you to take up the whole space with this one with Call of Duty, which is bad.
0: Yeah, I've I've <laughs> I've always I've, I thought that was conspiratorial, but then uh-huh. they're part of it. So it's like, no, I could see a, a company. I could see Activision being just that craven yeah Where they're like yeah we just we're intentionally bloating our file or our file size or you know just not doing some of the compression we could do yeah because we don't fucking care about your bandwidth or your data cap they, they we they, want your hard drive taken up
2: they should know that yeah like io is um not ios um but um the interactive the game company RIP. yeah r.i.p uh what if sharna made this game <laughs>
1: <laughs> For those of you listening at home, or perhaps international listeners, uh, the boys are referring to the head of an improv school that is now <laughs> shut down. Uh, originally titled Improv Olympic and co founded with uh, noted uh, psychotic uh, theater guru Del Close. Uh, yeah, beloved bigot Dell
2: Close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is that true? Um, you know, I wouldn't
2: expect any uh, man of a certain age from a certain time period to uh, be the most evolved. I
1: would, I would yeah. think. Um, the uh, but to continue this little history lesson, uh, after Dell's death, the uh, theater expanded to include a branch in Los Angeles which then shut down before uh, COVID finally took the original uh, Chicago theater branch uh, with it as well. Um, This is the reference uh, to IO. Yes, and now they make Hitman
2: games. And so...
0: (laughs) Yeah, no one's paid.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's all for uh,
0: for exposure. all a bunch of in- interns for store for flash <laughs> yeah. credit.
2: Uh, um,
1: here, the boys are referring to the fact that improv comedy is uh, well known for not paying any of its performers, unlike stand-up, which uh, does a little hat tip of at least five to twenty bucks when you do a performance
2: or chicken tenders,
1: at least or, chicken tenders.
2: Yeah, I'm Give me sorry. Some tendies. The
1: what? <laughs> Here, so, the boys are referring to just eating tendies. chicken tenders. I don't.
0: <laughs> I'm wait, saying what? I would do this podcast for tenders. <laughs> yeah, give me tendies.
2: That's enough. Um, mm. But all that to say, I I'm really enjoying Hitman, and I I can't wait to um to try the new one. Um. Well, I, I, we, we should take some questions, but before we do that, Heather, I,
0: I, I did want to get your thoughts. I think a lot of people would like to hear your thoughts because you've played through Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh yeah. Uh, you finished it. One yeah. of the the most notable games of 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 twenty twenty. One of my favorite games of twenty twenty. I absolutely loved it. I think that that it's. Uh, I'll 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 put my own thoughts here, and then I'll I'll let you say. But I I think like Final Fantasy VII Remake as far as a dystopian, uh, you know. Capitalist future is a better version of that uh, that world building and that game um, than Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which is aspiring to do that. Uh, I love Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII remake, but you finished it and you have some thoughts of your own.
1: So I've been wrestling with my experience of Final Fantasy VII remake a lot because I don't. I know I loved fifteen. Right? Final Fantasy fifteen. I loved. Um, it's... I platinumed it. Loved it. Loved the relationship between the characters. Loved the music. Loved all the running around. Um, the food. The food. Uh, <sighs> I don't know why Remake didn't grab me. Um... I was really frustrated by the side quests a lot. Uh, I found them not interesting. I didn't care to go track down six kids in a slum more than once. Uh, I felt like I wanted, the battle system was so fun. And for me, the most fun of the game was managing the battle system. And I didn't feel like there was enough fighting in it. Uh, I felt like there were huge sections of the game where I was like trying to find something to fight or running up and down the same corridor of garbage, uh, looking for the next place to move. Now, then I'm like, was I just expecting too much of this game? If this hadn't been Final Fantasy VII Remake, would I have been like, oh my God, this is awesome, um will I reevaluate the game once the entire thing is released? Mm. Probably. Like if I could if I could have rolled out of that section into what I experience as Final Fantasy, is like as soon as you're out of Midgar and you're out in that open plane and the music kicks in and you're like, oh shit. Especially in the 90s, when you played yeah, that moment, moment, you were like, What? Oh my god. This whole section was just this little tiny mark on the map. Whoa! Yeah. I, I feel like I felt claustrophobic, which you're supposed to feel, but I felt claustrophobic the whole time. Um, I, I, I didn't even really like a lot of the the remixed music. Like I wow. did, I, I the every version of the battle theme was was awesome. But um, I didn't like hearing the overworld theme inside of uh, the slums. I, I, I was hoping that the overworld theme would be held until the overworld, like maybe just used in the credits of the game or something. Um, I have a lot. I, I, and I haven't talked to you guys about it much because I feel disappointing to hear myself say these things.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed.
1: I, yeah, well, because it was one of your favorites, and I just was like, ah, let it go. And I'm having so much dumb fun playing Cyberpunk. Yes, like really stupid fun. Um, but I also feel like in Cyberpunk, I am within three minutes of trying to use every weapon in my arsenal on an enemy that I should not be facing yet, and right. Uh, in in final fantasy there just wasn't that opportunity until you got to the stadium the coliseum where you could just like throw a bunch of battles at you um yeah that's i'm sorry i i really want to just be like fuck i fucking loved it i loved it so much but i i didn't i didn't um
0: thank you for apologizing (laughs) uh no, I I I I get what you I think your criticisms are absolutely valid. I think they just couldn't resist with the main theme. I think they were like, ah, we gotta throw it in here. But I <laughs> I it is it yeah, I I, I totally get it. it, does undercut its importance a little bit. And also, and and I'll say this with spoiler free, but they did tweak a key story moment in a way that I found less satisfying. We'll see how that ultimately ties up. But yeah. they, they they tweaked something and I was like, hmm, I'm not sure about this decision um i have heard uh, regarding the combat because even a lot of the stadium battles i didn't find particularly challenging uh but the i, I have heard the hard mode is like really fucking good and i i I keep to i think i'm like oh i should replay it in a hard mode and i'm just like what am i doing i'm never gonna fucking have time for that yeah uh, but i am intrigued from what i read like the way it's balanced it's supposedly like a really really cool experience uh i don't know i i, I like the game but yeah i'm not i'm not gonna There are absolutely valid criticisms to be be made there.
1: I did not make it through the final boss, I think, three or four times uh, on my playthrough before I was able to configure my materia in the right way. Um, And what was satisfying about that was I didn't have to look it up. I had thoughts. I was like, okay, I think this is what I have to do. I think this is what I have to do here. So, like, I was able to... Just by w- playing the game and experiencing what the boss was doing uh w- like i I was like okay i I need something to be able to fight this part of this boss because all bosses have stages um and that was nice uh but yeah i did you did you one shot that boss? did you fly right through it
0: no i i, I the the again we'll be cryptic, but the I, there were a couple late game encounters for sure I had to do a a, a few times,
1: yeah. And that yeah, was, definitely. That was nice, and I never had to look up like, oh, cast reflect on yourself or some stupid like, like they weren't gimmick fights. Yeah, they yeah. weren't gimmick fights. It was really good. Um,
0: yeah, I I, just, I thought the combat system was awesome. I, I I get your criticism though. I
1: loved the combat. I loved it. Yeah, there just wasn't enough of it, and like also you'd get like five rats. And you'd be like, by the time you fought one rat, your other party members had already killed the other rats, and you're like, what the fuck was this? I want more Um, fighting.
0: I'd do the five rats fight like 10 times.
1: It's just on pause behind you. Like, you haven't beaten those (laughs) five rats. (laughs) I haven't
0: beaten the five rats very early on.
2: (laughs) Uh, Hey, it's time for the question block. All right, this one's from at Talking About Willis on Twitter, and they write, the SSX games are some of my favorites from the PS2 era. There just isn't anything like them today. Are there any niche games like Extreme Snowboarding that don't seem to exist in modern gaming and you really miss?
0: I have an answer for this that is the same era, and that is the arcade uh, sports games... That have kind of gone away in favor of like you know your 2Ks and your Madden's or basically these more sim approaches have become the dominant ones, which is fine. They were always the dominant ones. Uh, but then also the uh, but the arcade ones are just like they're they don't seem to have any sort of presence at all anymore. And and uh, for a time like you know NFL Blitz mm-hmm. and NBA Street, uh, which was kind of the uh, the the Blitz ripoff, but was still very very fun. Like those were like really. They, they they tried a few different versions of them. Those are the ones that I think work the best. And then ultimately, I think the licensors just got skittish about their property being used in kind of like a silly way. And, and those those games aren't made anymore. But, man, those were really fucking fun. And it was cool to play. It was cool to have like Scottie Pippen versus a Yeti, you know. And
2: and yeah. <laughs> I, I think they
0: have like, the, the, you know, the NBA Jam series still exists. But I, I feel like the new NBA Jam iterations have never Like it's like the old version is is what's the 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 our nostalgia for the arcade version of NBA Jam is is that's what that's what's driving that. But it would be cool to have more more like arcadey mainline team sports games, I guess.
1: I don't have I can't think of anything. Apodaca, you got something?
2: I was going to say, yeah, like, I mean. When Nick started talking about NBA Street, I think NBA Street Volume Two is one of my favorite games of all time. Like it is Yeah, super fun. It's so fun. And I was also very, very into Um the SSX series, especially Tricky. SSX Tricky is so fun. Those um, are great games. But uh yeah, I mean there w- one of mine came true, you know, like the Tony Hawk franchise was dead and it came back um with the one and two um like remake. And so I was happy to see that happening. I'm tr- there's not not a whole lot. I mean, WarioWare. That's not really uh, a type mm-hmm. of game, but mm-hmm. it's. A, I guess it's a very specific type of game. I would love a WarioWare. It's a
0: like, it's a series, and yeah. I think it's one that it's been. I mean, when was the last really good WarioWare? Was it? the DS one. I mean, I I love that. Twisted was good. Uh, That was the, that was a Game Boy one with a Game Boy Advance one Mm -hmm. with a special cart. But I, uh, yeah, I think that that one you would, you would feel like, oh, there should be just like an awesome WarioWare for Switch.
1: Yeah. It would be, it would be the best. Yeah. I I guess, I guess if I could have anything come back, it would be Sprite-based Street Fighter. Um, Mm. I, I, the, the I mean, I know that the 3D ones have hit boxes that you can't see and that effectively your gameplay is the same. But there's like a sluggishness or something in 3D graphics where an entire somersault needs to be actually completed by the character. Uh, whereas in the sprite based games, that somersault can be three frames or it can be 10 frames. And it, you don't need everything in between, visually. Like it, it, there, I. It's like I, I love, I love Pixar movies, but I do wish there was still traditional animation. You know. Right. Um, yeah. Because there is something interpretive. There's something impressionistic about a a a, a sprite based game. So I wish that, <laughs> I wish Street Fighter Six was announced and it was. 2D, like fully 2D, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm that's it. Like, I'm not going to have time to play anything else. I'm only going to be playing that game, even though I know that the current ones are also 2D, like they are 2D fighting games.
0: Uh, If they if that kid like, though, but if it looked like, you know, third strike quality. Yeah. But like in, in HD, right? I mean, how like what a fucking how mind blowing would that be to see? Yeah. How labor intensive also would that be? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be awesome. Heather, and there if are
1: you're... 2D fighting games that like Skullgirls or, sure. you know, I don't know if Guilty Gear is still going. Like there are still like sprite based 2D fighting games, but well, I'd love that big papa to come back. You know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, Heather, if you're looking for uh, sprite based games, this is kind of similar, but you might want to try Cool Spot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that my friends is
1: the prestige.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing at oh. Nick's
1: laughing at that joke. <laughs> and this and the celebration he he like it it was like you you gave him a winning lottery ticket. Like he he was so excited that you had said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he landed it, it was so good. For, the,
1: for, those, for those at home who couldn't see him, he also could barely stay in his chair. He was laughing so much.
0: <laughs> exactly my sense of humor. <laughs> a strained pun combined with being a little shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I tried to say it like maybe like a minute and a half before I, I got it out. And <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we, we stayed on it.
0: Wow. Uh that was delightful. Um the uh, the I I'll I'll say what to your observation Heather. I think the there's a there's like a kind of a lumbering quality mm-hmm. with with 3D animation in general cuz I think it kind of has to have more weight to it mm-hmm. to look at all like you can't like quite uh, this is this is a completely different genre but Celeste the the platformer sprite-based platformer I was watching a video on it, and there's li- there's literally the the jump animation is zero frames. Mm-hmm. Like you press the button, and you're just you're just jumping, yeah. And it's it's really well animated, where they're just like, you know, it they 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 sell it where it looks like you're because of the way the character animates in midair, it looks like you're taking off. It looks like that anticipation was there, but it's not actually present. It's just like that responsive, and you can't really do the same things you know you can't really have that same sort of quality in in a in a 3d game as much as you're trying to replicate that sort of 2d responsiveness i mean you could but it just it it would look fucking weird yeah um uh but uh yeah let's take another question
2: great let's see this next one is from uh from our email it's from uh, jennifer and they write What's a side quest that was so obnoxious to finish with an ending that made you want to throw the controller in angry disappointment? Mine would probably be the thing where you have to scan the keepers in Mass Effect that concludes with the helpful fuck if I know from the Solarian that gives it. Although I did enjoy the half-assed, this data could have helped you a lot, my bad, email he sends you in Mass Effect 2. Um...
0: Boy, there are a bunch of side quests we were talking about cyberpunk mm-hmm. that are just like such a fucking slog, and um, but I, there were also some that were very cool.
1: So, I, you know, I, I guess the uh, hmm, I have one off the top of my head, yes, which is fetching milk in Zelda Twilight Princess. Um, yeah. where I think you had to carry the milk carefully across the plains without like spilling it or something is my vague memory of this side quest. Maybe I'm combining two different Zeldas, uh, but nothing. Like I get like the princess is in danger and yet we're still going to help a Goron with his lava pet. Like, I, I get that, but there was something insulting about carrying milk while <laughs> right. Zelda's in danger in, in a fucking castle. And I was like, this is, it's taking me out of the game to be worried about the milk. Like, it's just, yes. I, yeah. So that that's the first thing that comes to my head.
0: Uh the uh I I think escort missions in general pretty wretched mm-hmm. like usually you know so the the follow AI is improved and uh, you know sometimes you'll but the, there are a lot where I'm just like all right this is fucking this person's going to I I can't believe I have to follow this person they're going so fucking slow or yeah. they they're 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 fucking caught somewhere and caught on geometry and now I got to figure out how to free them uh the you know some of the stuff that's in like I, we we're talking about Final Fantasy VII remake earlier, and th- this is not an element in Final Fantasy VII remake, but in the original, there's the chocobo breeding, mm-hmm. which is just like that's just I, like I was just looking at Game Facts to figure that out because it's so cryptic. There's no way to actually, I think, figure out how to get a golden chocobo unless you're 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 looking at a guide, and that just that was just fucking tedious. Mm. That was like, I mean, I didn't have anything else going on. I was a I was a teenager, but like to te- like you know. Spending 10 hours doing that shit. Like, what for? To what end? <laughs> Chocobo Racing, too. Was that, that also had Chocobo Racing, right? Yeah. Were those, were those both in 7? Yeah, Chocobo yeah. Racing also sucked. Whoa. I didn't love it.
1: Maybe maybe you liked the new one because you didn't like the old one.
0: Hmm. I did like that. I mean, I, I did like Final Fantasy 7 less than I liked 8 and maybe even 9. I think it was maybe my least favorite of the PlayStation Final Fantasies, even though I, those are those are three of my favorite RPGs ever. So yeah. maybe there's there could be something to that. Yep.
2: Um, let's get one more question, Matt. OK, this one will be a voicemail. Ooh.
1: hi, Heather, Matt and I love your show. Uh, my question for you today is what are your thoughts
2: on virtual reality?
1: What are our thoughts on virtual reality? On virtual
0: reality, you have I so I this piece of hardware I don't have. I'm thinking about getting one. I'm thinking about getting an Oculus I, just to fucking
1: I mean mess the mess around with it. The number one reason I want a gaming PC is so that I have more access to VR. Um I'm wow. still waiting for my um adapter that allows me to plug in the PS VR into the PlayStation 5, which I got a nebulous email from Sony that was like, it's on its way, and that was it. Um, I, I love VR. I wish that it was wider on your eyes. Hmm. I wish that a, there were, it was a, a larger cone that you were looking through. Cause right now, at least on PSVR, it looks a little bit like you're looking through a porthole. Um, like you can see the edges right. of the screen. And I know that the newest generation VR helmets have a much wider field of vision um I, I I love it uh I can I say something as a woman, which is being cut off from the world with headphones and goggles on is scary mm-hmm. and yeah. there is a sense and I don't I'm not the kind of person who is is jumpy I, I don't feel like I'm in danger when I'm home alone. Like that's not the kind of person that I am, but um, having no access to your senses and being in a physical body uh, is um, not awesome. And I right. d- I do wish that there was a exterior motion sensor that was part of a VR experience, you know, in the, the way that um, there are, I forget which one it is that you can do room room scale VR. And when you walk up to a wall, it will sort of fade into view on your headset so you don't run into the wall. In the same way, I wish that there was some kind of like, there is movement in your room thing that could be applied to VR um, because it would just make me feel safer when I'm playing it.
0: Yeah. Notification would be like, Hey, watch out! There's a guy! <laughs> Take it off! I I yeah. <laughs> um, I never thought of that uh, that element. I mean, why would I? Uh, the world's built for me. Uh but the that yeah, that's I I I guess uh I o- always thought only thought of it in the context of like if I had a if I was playing like a horror game or something, I could see myself being legitimately like Having like a like an like an episode if I was like having a panic attack if it was if I was playing in VR. But, yeah, actually being worried about your own physical say, that's an interesting element.
1: Yeah, I like,
0: absolutely should be considered. If
1: you were if you put in earplugs and a blindfold and hung out in your house, uh, I mean, I know that something that Nick does every day, but like Matt and I understand <laughs> right. that that would be a that would be an uncomfortable experience. You'd start to get a little like un, it would make you uncomfortable. Um yeah. That's my, that's my only complaint with VR, is that I don't feel as safe as I'd like when I have absolutely no access to my senses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, hey, that makes sense. And hey, hit us up with your questions on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at six one six two That is 616-275-2933. Our music and engineering by our MVP Devin Bryant you can follow him on Twitter at bafflegabs and hey that's this edition of 70 minutes in gaming heaven
2: uh I guess we're back to business next week Matt yeah that's right next week's game is who framed Roger Rabbit for NES goodbye everyone goodbye
1: bucket Edge Surprise.